On this episode, we rank the table service restaurants at Hollywood Studios. Today is February 27th, 2024, and this is episode 645 of the Main Street Magic Podcast. Jeremy and Rhonda are more than a little fond of Disney World, so they made this podcast to share it all with you. Reports and resorts, top 10 lists of all sorts, Main Street Magic's bringing it home for you. Hello and welcome to another episode of Main Street Magic. I'm your host, Jeremy Stein, and as always, I'm joined by my lovely wife, Rhonda. Hey, guys. Make sure you check us out on the web at MainSTMagic.com, as well as follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MainSTMagic, and you can find us on TikTok at MSM Podcast because somebody else already has MainSTMagic, and they don't even use it. What do I do about that? If you've not done so already, head out to Facebook and search for the Main Street Magic community and ask to join. And if you go ahead and smash that subscribe button, you get brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. If you're planning that trip to Disneyland or Walt Disney World, and this episode is all about dining, you did not get the dining reservations that you wanted, have no fear because Mouse Dining removes the frustration of booking Disney dining reservations, alerting you when they spot availability for your desired restaurant, date, meal, and time. Visit msmfriends.com to use this free service. And then if you are planning that next trip to Disney World, Disneyland, Universal, maybe going on a cruise, or looking to travel anywhere else in the world, go ahead and hit up Main Street Magic Travel. Chuck or Amy will take great care of you, and you can get a free quote at mainstmagictravel.com. Not only is the quote free, but so are our travel services. So today, um, it's going to be a little fun, and we're going to rank the sit-down table service at Hollywood Studios. And if you go back to episode 636, we did Epcot's. And that was a challenge, because there's a lot. There was. <laughs> I think there was, like, well over a dozen. I want to say there were 19 Sorry to say, or I think there crazy. was over double digits for yeah, sure. Yeah, it was nuts. We only have six to deal with today. Which is sad. I know. There's not a Should ton. There's not Now, Hollywood Studios is tiny. It really is. Like, yeah. you know, uh, people will say that Animal Kingdom is a half-day park, but Hollywood Studios feel so accessible and so easy to knock out if you use, if you take advantage of, you know, uh, uh, Genie Plus and Rope Drop and Individual Lightning Lane on Rise of the Resistance. You can really get a lot done in Hollywood Studios mm -hmm. because it's not very big. Yeah. Um, and so what we're going to start with is we're going to rank the six restaurants that are there. But and again, this is our ranking, our own personal favorites and all. <laughs> right. But um, what do you feel if Hollywood Studios were to expand? And I don't know if that's coming anytime soon after Toy Story Land, Galaxy's Edge. They certainly have room for it. Mm -hmm. What do you think it's missing from a table service dining experience? Is there something that either you would like to see them add with space that is currently available or maybe they could mm -hmm. replace or change? Like, I'll start real quick. Okay. I would love to see Docking Bay 7 converted to a table service style restaurant. Okay. I think the quality's there, the food's there. It would be a very easy conversion to basically turn it into indoor-outdoor seating. You already have Ronto Roasters, which Correct. has some options for quick service. Correct. Right? You've yep. got the popcorn stand in there in the marketplace. You know, you've got uh, Ogus Cantina, which doesn't serve food food. There's just very little snacks like mm -hmm. Batu Bits. But I would like a sit-down Star Wars restaurant. If I remember, I think... The original plans, in addition to a ride, was a sit-down restaurant that got scrapped due to budgeting. But what if there was like, what if there was a place near Galaxy's Edge 
that already had a whole bunch of stuff built into it that could offer entertainment and restaurants and I don't know, maybe some rooms that looked like you were on a star cruiser. Like what if, what if, what if, what about that? Oh, you mean the star cruiser? Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. Wait, thank you for I'm catching like, on. Um, well, I almost I drew was, it out on paper. I was you. thinking back in where the old little mermaid show was, but they're mm. revamping the whole thing. Launch Bay. Yes. Yeah. And that's where my mind was going, something back there. And, I mean, you already have the kids stuff back there. And isn't um, Lightning McQueen somewhere No, because, back well, that's, no, that's going to be back um, past Rock and Roller Coaster. Okay. So. But still, like, I feel like. There could be a connection. There could be something. And, I mean, we already have Hollywood and Vine. But, I mean, you could switch it up and. Here's what you could put there because you're looking at, this is an animation courtyard. Okay. So let's put in over there um, either traditional 2D animation of some sort of dining experience, character dining. I know we have a lot of princesses. Like they do on The Wish and the like. Or that oh on oh on the cruise ships with the, the cruise um, ships uh, with what all is it the Artist, animation is it animation palette uh, I believe it's called I don't know. sorry we're not big cruise people we'll be going on <laughs> not our yet we're going on our one. second one no you May. could do something like that I'm I'm almost thinking I I'm almost thinking you could put back there either a more traditional 2D dining experience as far as again we don't have a prince dining a traditional prince mm, dining true that could go back there we have a lot of princess character dining so I don't see maybe that nah. or you could go straight. Pixar dining experience right you know and do a full Pixar dining you can then wrap around there's a whole back area that you could go from where Lightning McQueen currently sits this just became a whole other episode <laughs> we're not changing rock and roller coaster even though it's under a heavy lengthy refurb uh, Aerosmith is coming back it's it's not changing but there had always been the rumors of the monsters coaster there with the doors the door coaster right that would be cool. If you did that, even if you kept Lightning McQueen's Racing Academy, there's back area that could connect to Toy Story Land that you could end up encompassing, I feel like, I'm pretty sure Launch Bay, and make a Pixar restaurant, and you could literally have that entire back area connect to Toy Story Land as one giant Pixar land. Hmm. And it could still feel like a good part of Animation Courtyard where you come out to the Disney Junior Play show. You come out to the new Little Mermaid reimagined show that's going to open. Mm -hmm. You know, you're still right there on the front side of heading to Toy Story Land and uh, the Incredibles area. Like, there's just a lot they could do there. But um, the other one, and, and Hollywood Brown Derby technically fills this spot, but I would like to see a true Hollywood Tower Hotel in its heyday, glitz and glamour, fine dining experience. That isn't Hollywood Brown Derby. I don't know how you would separate them unless you went either. the route of um, the way the tower sits today. Almost a haunted dining experience. Now, you know? that would be cool. That would be pretty neat, right? Yeah. We'd love to see a haunted mansion themed. We're going to get on the treasure. We're going to get a haunted mansion themed bar and lounge. <sighs> but We're going to have do, to do that one day. It's I would like week. 2025 to potentially. I would like to put a placeholder when we go Mother's Day weekend. For a late 2025 cruise on the treasure, if possible. Okay. So, if only we knew some sort of travel agency that could help oh, with such a thing. Yeah. Um, but, th yeah, I mean, I think those are the things that are kind of missing a little bit. The way that Hollywood Studios stands today. Mm -hmm. 
but we don't have those. We're not getting those. We only have six. We only have so six. Let's, let's go to rank that because we are not yeah. theme park shuffle. We are Main no, Street. We are magic. not. I I have to get back and and if um. Logan or David are listening to this. They'll probably text me and yell at me anyway, because I'm always the hold up. Like we got to make sure we're theme park. We haven't recorded a theme park shuffle in some. Why time. are you the hold up? Be- because I just I I stink at it. Maybe I don't know. Oh, I don't I'm get like, around to it as much. You don't have young kids. Those they two still are, have young kids, and they're also two of the busy busiest human beings on the planet, which yeah. is shocking that they always found time to do theme park shuffle. But I somehow would struggle sometimes. So we'll get back to it, though. And maybe maybe this will be our next. Maybe I can get them into this being our next one. Mm. We create a new dining experience at Hollywood Studios. Logan, David, let's do it. All right. So let's start, though. What is our number six restaurant? And we are going to rank them six to one. We are. And again, this is strictly our opinion. And here's the reason why this is our opinion. And we are picking Mama Melrose Restaurante Italiano. Uh, and the reason why is because it is the least time. Well, um, we we've dined here. We've we dined have, here more than most of the other places. We here. have. We've dined here at least three times, but it's been quite some time. Uh, I remember. One I feel time, like we haven't, but like once. I remember one time we actually went with Rob and Tina years ago. Okay. And, and the kids, all four kids, they were very young. Um, we have gone with our family of four. And I swear one time we went with either your parents or my parents. So I think we've dined here three times, but it has been quite some time since we've been here. Yeah. So um, for for me, this is pretty uh, in line with Disney theme park Italian. And we might have gone with your parents because if it is more, as I hate to say the word, just plain. Generic. Generic. Yeah. Your parents like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. We knew that they would eat that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so possibly that. Um, it's not bad food. No. But but I would liken it to um, the Tony's Town Squares. Mm-hmm. I would liken it to uh, Via Napoli outside of their pizza. Their regular Italian fare. Now you Tuno like Italia. their pizza here, right? No, no. Here's my beef with them. They have one pizza and it's a flatbread. It's a margarita flatbread. Oh. I don't. I wish that they had, and, and I don't believe, I don't know if they have wood-fired ovens here or not, I wish that they had a pizza-heavy menu to get really good pizza inside Hollywood Studios the way that you can in Epcot at Via Napoli. It's not that hard, you know? Well, this is like I said with beignets and Disney. They already are doing it. Right. They know how to do right. it. Bring it Just to other places. do it. Go, go, do talk it right. to our, go talk to our friends at Pizza Ponte. Be like, hey, what are you guys doing over here? Yeah. Can we do this in the parks yeah. everywhere? Um, and, and again, I do. I think the setting here almost gets well, in a better spot. And it's hidden. It's very hidden. Especially with nothing like being Anymore? going on around yeah. there. Here's where Mama Melrose shined. Back when we had the Streets of America. Yes. And back when you had uh, Lights Motor Action, you would you could walk through here to head to Lights Motor Action yep. if you needed to. You came off the Streets of America. This felt like, and I've been to the one up in New York, Boston. Every major city has a little Italy. This is this is metropolitan United States little Italy to me. And that's what I love. I love the atmosphere. We mentioned this on recent episodes. I wish more of these places had walk-up bar areas where we could walk up, sit at a bar at um, Mama Melrose, you grab a limoncello martini, mm. you know, maybe whatever. I get a nice Chianti. <laughs> and we order <laughs> and we order a, a personal pizza 
you yeah. know, or we get some fried mozzarella or, you know, a little dish of pasta. Like I wish some of those were more accessible in that manner. But um, I, I do think it's a, a good spot. If you're in Hollywood studios and you want Italian, there's nowhere else to go that's very close unless you're hopping on the Skyliner, you're heading over to a Topolinos at dinner time and maybe right. getting a reservation or sitting at the bar. You know, you're going into Epcot. I still think that it can fit the Italian fare for somebody that wants that standard, you know what you're getting. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of yeah. it's kind of that type. Let's move on to number five. We picked Hollywood and Vine because, um, again, the last time we were there, we're... The kids were really young, and like Jeremy said the other day on the episode that Jake and the Neverland uh, Pirate was there. Kaylin was six. D- um, so it's been a decade. It's been, yep, it's been 10 years. Yep. Um, we had um, Doc McStuffins. Mm-hmm. Handy Manny, I think, was there think at the so. time. What happened to that guy? Do you, you think he lost his contracting license? Do you think there was something afoot on a job site? I've not know. heard of Is Andy Manny in still some around? time. Um, so, so here's the thing. It's it's actually kind of hard to to find a little bit of details on it. Um, and I was even reaching out to John, you know, to to find out some. So basically, breakfast is the Disney Junior Play and Dine. Okay. okay. So you're getting Doc McStuffins. You get uh, Vampirina, and I can't remember the other two, but you're getting Disney Junior characters so doc mcstuffins is still around yeah. even 10 years later yeah. i love that yeah which is great if you choke on a chicken bone like she's got you <laughs> she's got you covered uh, to be fair though disclaimer she's not an actual doctor i don't yeah. believe Did, she's a was child she an actual doctor. doctor but is she a prodigy like um uh, hauser I think her mom might be. I her think mom's so. a doctor. I think so. And then, of course, she's a doctor to her, her stuffed animals right. and stuff, which just like, like alive. right, just like if like when the kids were young, I I've seen a couple of those popping up. I'm a hairdresser, as everybody mm-hmm. knows, and there's been a couple of things where like Lacey was doing Kaylin's hair. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kaylin was doing Lacey's hair, or you know, and I said my protege and stuff yeah, like that. But so, it's not like she's certified. No, she's to do a hair. child. Right. So same she's thing a here. Little child. But 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 Doogie Howser was a doctor at like age sixteen. So this is Ju- Disney Junior baby. I know, but I would assume this is not Disney. But I would assume like... it would be a lot easier to become a doctorate of stuffed animals than it is of humans. So if Doogie can get it at sixteen, why can't she get it at like eight? Okay. You know what I mean? Like what are really the classes about? Like it's sewing. For the most part, I don't know. right? If, if a arm or something falls off, if a dog gets <laughs> to a stuffed animal and rips an arm off, you have to. So I don't think you're doing any sort of medicine. Are you prescribing stuff? She did. Do we assume that the do toys you, feel pain? Do you remember watching it with the kids? It's been so long. <laughs> but do the toys feel pain? They well, they presume to. They act like they do. I think. Yeah, that's interesting in that one. Um, so anyway, no. So <laughs> when you move, but, but listen to this, listen to this oh breakfast God. offerings. We're talking 47 per adult, 30 per child. Of course, tax and gratuity is extra. And um, child is only three to nine. Yeah. So if you've got a 10 year old, you're paying that $47, yep, but it's not listen to this breakfast offering. When you think of some other breakfast buffets, you've got banana fosters, French toast is I'm just reading the stuff that's outside of the norm. Uh, chicken and waffles. Uh, salmon, salmon and bagel casserole sounds interesting. Eggs Benedict, Ew. seasonal bread pudding. You've got plant-based frittata with tomato jam. It sounds like a pretty decent breakfast yeah. menu. If you move on to lunch, so lunch is seasonal. 
in the sense that it has seasonal attire from the characters. Minnie is hosting it all the time. And then it's, uh, well, from my understanding, okay. the fab, the other fab four and more can rotate through based on the season. But you have, you know, you've got your Christmas style ones. They're going to all be decked out in Christmas. You've got summer. You've got all of that. But this one we're looking at 63 per adult, 40 per child. Um, this menu is still pretty close to what we did over a decade ago with things like uh, oven roasted herb chicken, oven roasted turkey breast, uh, roasted pork. Um, they do have things now like uh, shrimp squid ink pasta. They have a mushroom risotto. Yeah, which you love so much all I the time. I would love to try that. Peel and eat shrimp right now. I can get my $63 worth. Sour cream and chive whipped potatoes. That, that sounds, sounds amazing. So they have a, they ha- actually sounds like a pretty dang good menu. Um, we're just in, in our experience there before. I remember this was probably one of the first buffets that we ever did. Mm-hmm. If we're going back a decade. Mm-hmm. And I remember being pleasantly surprised with yes, the quality because of the office. I remember I, I've never really liked buffets. No. Um, so I remember doing this one and I was very nervous, but it actually worked out. I did out listen to Jimmy Buffet. Very well. Buffet? Oh, yeah, that's it. I like Phoebe Buffet from Friends. That one actually is Buffet. Okay. <laughs> it's similar to Buffet. Buffet, Buffet, Buffet. Aren't they all spelled the same? I don't know, man. This is a very random episode. If that comes up this weekend, we're going to, after we're done here, we're going to visit your brother and sister-in-law uh, mm-hmm. up at their RV park that they're up here outside of Jacksonville for know. a couple months because they're full-time RVers, which yep. is amazing. And um, we're going to go visit them. And the whole theme this weekend at the RV park is friends. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a trivia, trivia one. So if they ask how to spell Phoebe's last name, we need to know if it actually is B-U-F-F-E-T. T-T. TT right. is buffet. And the highest for Buffett. All right. No, but we, I mean, <laughs> I would, I'd like to get back to Hollywood and Vine. Yeah. Um, I, and now, I mean, I hate to say it. And I'd want to do lunch or dinner. It's good to know we could do lunch or dinner yeah. and have many and everything yeah. there instead of the children's Doc McStuffins yeah. and stuff like that. So I still want to. Well, we still have never seen the. I say new. It's been a long time. The new Disney play show since the kids were little and they changed it. Oh, do, you, do you still have to sit that. on the the carpet and crisscross applesauce? You can just imagine the two of us just sitting there. Let's do it. Let's do it when we go to Hollywood Studios on April seventh. Um, let's do that. Let's go see that. Okay. I'm saying it now. And then we uh, okay. often don't do what we say we are, will do. So everybody hold us. Are people going to look at us weird? To it. No. Okay. It's two adults loving Disney Junior. Right. Let's move on to number four. I will be honest. We really struggled with the placement of this one because of the fact that they have downgraded the uh, items available. But since we, we have went. eaten them all. Yes. We have eaten everything on this menu. And. Original menu. And basically what's still on the menu, mm-hmm. nothing changed. They just No, downgraded. they just took a lot of stuff off. They took a lot of stuff off. And what we're talking about is um, Roundup Rodeo Barbecue. Yeah. And this is a family style, all you care to enjoy. Mm-hmm. This is 45 per adult plus gratuity and tax, 25 per child. Um, and Which, Let's just say... Is an outstanding price. Absolutely. This is a really, really good price for what you get, even with a dumbed down menu. Mm-hmm. And what, what do we now get with the menu? Because, and really what they did, we used to have 10 sides. 
Yes. I believe. They've now downgraded it to five available sides. Well, you get your prospector's homemade cheddar biscuits with sweet pepper jelly, thank God. Mm-hmm. They those didn't take good. those away. Those were super good. Fantastic. Um, so you get two salads. You get a tomato salad or a watermelon salad. The watermelon salad was fantastic and really good. Um, very simple, but good. It's just watermelon and mint, basically. Yeah. Super but, refreshing. You can't mess it up. Right. Um, tomato salad is your normal, tom- like what I think anybody thinks of a tomato salad with cucumbers, pickled red onions, a vinaigrette. That's what I like about this one though, that it's a white balsamic vinaigrette. A Instead lot of, of the traditional tomato. or, um, mayonnaise. I mean, mayonnaise. Yeah. A lot of the mm-hmm. traditional tomato salads, our mm-hmm. friend Wade used to make a really good one that I ate. Yes. Was made with mayonnaise yes. and vinegar. But it was... It, it just was creamy looking. Mm-hmm. It didn't taste creamy. No. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Because that's why you ate it. Yeah, it was. So, yeah. But super really good. Um, and then you get to choose one, but you get either a plant-based trio or you get your smokehouse items, which are ribs and beef brisket, a sausage, pork sausage, barbecue chicken, and baked beans. Yeah. So, and then, of course, um, sides, potato barrels, mac and cheese, corn on the cob, veggie slaw, or baked beans. And everything is really good. We like, really we enjoyed, really enjoyed it here. But um, this is one of those places. I think it's, yeah. Well, it's it's, Sorry, 50, it's 50-50 on the it reviews. Is. It's yep. it's 100%, it, 50%. 60% of the time, it works every time. But I think it's a situation where we just had a really good hit. We did. Where, I mean, I think, I think there could be potential to be misses for sure. Yeah. I mean, especially when you get into ribs and brisket and sausage. Mm-hmm. It's like some things, you know, depending on the chef, they might can overcook. Um, Especially the brisket. Something can be dry. Yeah. Brisket. Well, when you get to the fattiness of a brisket sometimes, it can be overly like fatty and you might not get the best cut. Our day that we went was, everything was perfect. Oh, it was great. It was, everything was perfect. Now it was the second day of opening. Yes. So. So they were probably trying to step it up, of course. But like, unfortunately, when we went to Universal and poor Talon, Mm -hmm. he had his platter and that chicken was so dry because i think they tried to overcook it it was just bad yeah so i think some things can hit that way yeah and with all these you know we talk about atmosphere this atmosphere while overstimulating (laughs) and it is and and i actually say that as a warning you know if you have a child or a person that can be easily overstimulated um i would just take a little bit of caution uh, because it is so much going on. It is loud. There are going to be interruptions over the intercom, like when Andy's coming and everybody you know, uh, is asked to freeze. Funnest, that's the funnest part. Though. That is so much fun. The colors, the brightness, there's mm-hmm. so much going on. This is very, it, it is just sensory overload. Mm-hmm. But for us, it, it worked out. We absolutely loved it. Yep. We had a wonderful experience here. And I really, really like Roundup Rodeo. Yeah. Uh, it's another one of those, it's like, all right, well, if, if you know, it opened up. Shoot, it's been open almost a year now. I believe March will be a year. Mm-hmm. It opens somewhere around, I think, the first week of March in 2023. It'll be one of those where it's like, all right, is it time to get back? 
and course. see what it's like after yeah, a year. Go see Steve. Yeah, and go see Steve. Yep. Seriously, if you can, if you go there and you can ask for Steve, um, if he is working and he is available to wait your table, do it. Steve's the man. All right, we are moving on to number three. We have a reservation here on April 7th. It is another one that we are excited to get back to and, and dine at again and bring you an updated review on. Uh, our friend John Self um, just dined there. He said about two weeks ago, he said it was okay. So we will go and we will uh, see what we think here. Mm-hmm. And what are we talking about coming in at number three? Sci-fi dine-in theater. Um, I think we put this higher because it's been around for a while because we've eaten there a couple of times. I'll never forget mm-hmm. one time we did. And because it's so dark in there, the kids were young. And I think they both ended up falling asleep. Yeah. Uh, super cute. But the food was good. Like, we didn't have... W- Anytime we've eaten there, I don't feel like we've had anything bad. No. And um, it is dark and it is because it's a dine-in theater. So it is weird like that. Um, but it's super fun and that's the whole point yeah. of it. And yeah, again, we had fine, good food. Um, it's not like out of this world rememberable where I was like, Oh my gosh, we have to go back, but it wasn't bad at all. And I'm excited to go back actually. Yeah. It's, it's one for sure that the the food is good quality and it's good food, but I would liken it to beaches and cream in the sense that you're not getting, you're getting, I think you're getting something between quick service and table service. You know, it's a lot of, it's burgers, it's salads, it's sandwiches, it's shakes. Why do you keep saying liken to? That's the thing. You would liken it to, like that would you would equal it to, right? What is the other what other terminology would I use? Um, do you think you would compare it? Compare to, Compare it to, yeah. Liken it. Okay. Is that a southern thing? I have no idea. Or what is it? Never well, obviously heard of not. It. You've never heard liken, so you would liken this to something? No. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. Did I make it up? Uh maybe. I hope not. I've been saying it for forty four years. No, like you haven't. Age. That's true. I didn't start talking until whatever age. So forty two years. When do you talk? Two, three, not like words like that. You don't think May- somewhere unless out there maybe a, you made it up. Maybe I made it up when I was a kid. Mm. I was I've... comparing uh, Saturday morning cartoons and I was like, I would com- I would like I almost just said compare. Um, no, but I would compare this to something like a beaches and cream where you're getting you're getting standard fare slightly elevated. But what you're paying for is the atmosphere. Yeah. You know, you're paying to sit in a car booth and watch. Hopefully. Old, you know, B style horror movies. Yeah. And it is just such a cool atmosphere. And while it doesn't have its own bar, technically. Right. Baseline acts as its bar when you're waiting for your table. Mm-hmm. And there's actually a door that goes from baseline into when you're called. For sci-fi. Now, can you sit at sci-fi now? Because when we went, Baseline wasn't even open. Correct. Baseline was not a thing. So can you sit and order something from sci-fi that they go into Baseline and get? I don't believe so, no. I don't believe you could order like, you mean like a steak puff or a pretzel or something? No, no, no. Like a drink? drink. No. No, they're not sharing that. It's it's more of just a, hey, we're going to put this here. It's a good place for people to wait. They can grab a drink while they wait. Let's just put a door. well, okay, let's kind of segue into the next one, which is 50s Primetime Cafe, yeah. which is number two. And I would like the fun two. of these two. <laughs> You're so weird. Anyways, 
50s prime time mm-hmm. you can order a drink and they get it from the 50s prime time yeah they actually get it from tune in lounge tune in lounge yeah. but those are one so, cohesive designed entity okay well baseline has the door just like but it's not it's, it's not designed or 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 put into the same element that sci-fi is okay. they just decided hey we can throw a door in here and make things a little bit easier okay. for people that are waiting i'm just saying um, but no, when we go back, one of the things I will say when we go to Sci-Fi April seventh, um, one of us will get a burger for sure because we want to do their burgers. That's kind of what they're known for, and they have several different burgers. They have a bami me burger. What is that? Uh, it's like the Vietnamese burger. It's gonna have a pork patty. It's gonna have like pickled um, carrots and some veggies and stuff on it. Mm. Like I, you know, probably cilantro. Like that's what I might want to get. Okay. And then they have a a real good array of like salads and other sandwiches and stuff. Okay. And we'll have to do like a shake. Onion rings, I think, will be a must. Mm, that sounds good. But again, the fair... Hopefully they're better than... Well, hopefully the you one got a bad I have. Beaches yeah. and cream, I think. Uh, but you did already spoil number two, which is 50s Primetime Cafe. Right, because I think we were almost done with that. We can move but, on. Man, this is one of those we've done a couple times now. We did it most recently I'll for never Christmas forget. of 2022. Yes, I'll never forget the first time we did it because we were trying My to eat family. healthy. Yeah. And it was your whole family. And you and I had the salmon and green beans mm-hmm. and we split it and it was good but it was sad because i really wanted like the chicken right and and we went back and we and, had and that. The, the waiter our uncle gave us some crap i'll say because that's what they do there yeah a little bit like eating. the fact that we we're eating healthy yep. and all and here we are you know this is one of those places that First of all, I have always been uh, hesitant of and weary of because of the fact that they want to make you part of the show. It's not something I enjoy. I don't like be being put on the spot in situations like that. It just, it, I don't, I don't care for it. I like to watch other people do it that enjoy it. My dad freaking loves it. You go to Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, first person throwing their hand up to get picked for something is my dad. You know, <laughs> you go to Hoopty Doo Review, you go to wherever it is, my dad is the one that is throwing his hand up. I am not. I'm sitting on my hands, looking down, hoping that that's enough for them to not pick me. And then they will pick you. And then they will, because they're like, look at this guy, which I don't think is right, first of all. You should never be coerced. So you missed it. Um, uh, When we did the, Lacey had a showcase the other day at the high school for dance. And they were trying to kill time in between, because the dancers had to go change. And they brought, they had people say, hey, you want to come out? We're going to do like a competition to win a gift card while we're waiting. Two cute little girls get out there. They're probably like four years old. Uh, another little group gets out there. They're real young kids. They're just going to have fun. Then a high school kid who is the raise my hand for Monsters, Inc. Says he wants to go out and drags. I don't know if it was a, a sister, a friend, a girlfriend or a what. He drags her out there and you can tell she is horrified to be out oh my there. Goodness. But everybody in the crowd is like cheering like, no, go out there. You should do it. You should do it. And I just want to be like, no, no, she shouldn't. This might scar her for life. Let her sit in her corner and not do it. Um, they ended up winning, though, because he was very, well, he he won it for them. Mm. He won it for them. Um, mm-hmm. No, but anyway, I, this is one of those places that I was hesitant to go because of that, knowing that. I also just thought, okay, what, were, what are we doing? Fried chicken and mashed potatoes and green beans? Okay. Meatloaf? Whatever. That fried chicken is unbelievable. <laughs> so good. The, you remember their corn? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was canned corn, but whatever they added to it was pure magic. Yeah. Like it was everything there has always been so good. And when we went for Christmas, it was awesome. And I was so busy. So the play was a little bit, you know, there wasn't a lot of 
they auntie, were uncle, super busy. take your hat off, get your arms off the table or your shoulders off the elbows. What are these things called? Get your elbows off the table. <laughs> yeah. There wasn't a lot of that because they were so busy. But I remember he's like, all right, you know, we're busy. Uh, I have a game for you. Yeah. I'm oh, going to give cool. you a piece of paper. Actually, it was a napkin, I think. A napkin and a pen. And when I get back, I want you to name as many one word titled Disney Pixar movies, mm-hmm. right? And we just sat there as a family, the four of us, like phones down, like, and it was amazing. It was such a good time. And then the food was really, really good. Like, I, I think this place is extremely underrated for what it is. I know I talk about homecoming. I know I talk about going to get their 30 something dollar fried chicken at some point. This chicken was outstanding. Yep. It was. It's, uh, I, from what I've had on property, this is my favorite fried chicken. And again, okay. that's not counting. Right. The standard fried chicken meal at homecoming, which I'm sure is going to blow my mind. I just got to pay 30 bucks or whatever for it. <laughs> Let's move on to our number one. If nobody has guessed it yet, because you're you're dwindling down like what's left. Well, what is it? everybody should yeah. know. And three, two, one, Hollywood Brown Derby. Yes, that's what it is. And I mean, this place we have eaten numerous, numerous times. And, and not only... Yeah. Hollywood Brown Derby being inside, but the lounge where you can get the full menu from the Mm -hmm. inside. We have eaten multiple, multiple times. It is super simple. If you get there and get there earlier, um, you can sit at the lounge with no problem. Highly recommend. So fun. Um, It's nice, especially when it's a nice Florida day outside. Mm -hmm. Great. and yeah, we we've never had anything bad. The only sad thing was is when um it was the crab wonton. Yeah, crab wonton. And they took that away. Yeah, that's my only beef with the place yeah. is when they remove stuff. Yep. Remember the burger yep. that Michael introduced us to when we went with Cat and Michael? And we mm-hmm. sat up in that corner booth that time. He had the burger, uh, fried egg on top. Let me try it. Unbelievable. I had a fried chicken sandwich. And then later we went to um, Bar Riva mm-hmm. and we sat there and then we went and sat on the beach at Bar Riva mm-hmm. right there. Um, it was fun. Riviera was really cool. But yeah, we went for your and Lacey's birthday that one time and we show up oh, at the table and there's like Mickey gold confetti there's and confetti. stuff spread mm-hmm. throughout while they got rid of the crab wonton, which was such an unbelievable appetizer. They now have the crab Louie, mm-hmm. which is extremely good. Very good. Uh, we've had steaks there. We've had, I mean, we've had you so had much steak stuff. steak and scallop Con- there. Yeah, steak and scallop. You ordered that that time. I went to mm-hmm. the bathroom and I said, we were there with a whole bunch of folks. Yep. That might've been a cat, Michael, Jossie, Steve. Nick, Kiyomi, Steve, I feel like. We had a big group there, I think, that one time. And yeah, you ordered me the steak and scallops. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And it it it's so good. I- when I mentioned earlier about having a Hollywood Tower Hotel glitz and glamour dining, this, I want it to be the glitz and glamour of folks that don't get to experience it, where this to me feels like this is where the stars actually go. So it's not as glitz and glamour. Does that make sense? No. Okay. I didn't think it would. <laughs> Sorry. It, I don't know how to explain it. Okay. I don't love the atmosphere here. I think it's very simple. I know they have all the characters, character, caricatures yeah, on the walls and all. I and it's think neat, it's very simple, too. Yeah. And It doesn't I, feel... Now, the only time it felt glitz and glamour to me was Jollywood Nights. They glitz and glamoured that place up. But I think it was because we were, too. Yes, we were. I think this is a place that... And, and you can't... 
you can't um what's the right word um you can't enforce that you have to be wearing right a dress a coat a jacket like you know you go into an all-inclusive place and i'll never forget for our anniversary our, um, our honeymoon. honeymoon jeremy's like i'm not taking any pants i'm not taking we're gonna be on this I island i didn't, I didn't, I didn't, pack, we're gonna- I didn't pack shoes I didn't pack dress pants. I didn't pack any sort of dress shirt. It was an all-inclusive No, I think you packed one, like, polo. Maybe. So you were going to wear a polo with shorts and then open-toed shoes, which... Right. There was a a restaurant on the resort that you can't go into if you do not have these clothes. Yeah. And so we were like, um, well, what do we do? So we went to the um, concierge and we were like, you know, we want to dine at the restaurant. Like, it's all-inclusive. We're going to like experience this what do we do i don't have it was free dressy. it wasn't like a yeah. pay- you had to pay more I'm like i don't have anything dressy and he's like well we can call you a car service they'll take you into town we were in saint lucia um we were because we're it was living. uh because it was the most affordable resort um you know saint lucia is a third world country mm-hmm. unfortunately and on the northern end of the island is where like the sandals and like the mm-hmm. ritzy places are and you really do not need to leave that resort but if you do leave your resorts, especially if you're on the southern end of the island, it is it's dangerous. I mean, it's scary a little bit, you know, especially for two people that had never experienced this and gone out of the country this mm-hmm. way. And so the car service picks us up and um, it's taking us and we go into the little town and um, immediately he gets he gets out and he's like, I'll take you to a recommended shop. And in my mind, I'm just thinking. He's going to take us into an alleyway for someone to rob and kill us. <laughs> like, this is going down. This is what's going to happen. And so he walks through, and we start to walk through some alleys. And I'm just like, oh, no. Like, this is, we're going to be on the news. And he takes us into a shop. He stands by us the entire time. He helps me pick out clothes. He talks to the shopkeeper, mm-hmm. who we, we can't understand because he didn't speak English. And he helps us with, like, convert, because I think I had to use a credit card. So he helps us with being able to use a credit card from being in the United States and now down here, drives us back, drops us off. He was the friend. It was like he literally took us and protected us the entire time. Because if he had just dropped us off and we had walked in, we would have been robbed. I mean, it's just I think that's just is what happens, unfortunately. And it was like, wow. And we had a wonderful. So what did you learn from this, honey? I learned nothing. Seriously. Well, first of all, I don't I don't need to leave and I don't need to go to um, all inclusive resorts like that where I have to wear dress pants. I'm sorry. But next time I will pack them. <laughs> Your watch just said, I'm sorry. No, I'm kidding. Next time I will 100% pack them. If we do end up doing Mexico or whatever, which I really don't want to do. Right now they're like, don't go to Mexico. There's travel advice. Anyways, even on the cruise, you can't wear. You can't go to Palo and not. Brunch, you can. They just passed this last week. You can wear dress shorts. So okay. I'm going to dress short it up. No, I. you know what I'm wearing to Palo? My Tommy Bahama pants, man. Are you kidding me? Mm. That's what but I'm wearing. still. Yeah. No, I will pack properly. Do you remember our bartender's name at the pool bar? No, you're kind of annoying right now. Skeet. Okay. Wow. He was so nice. Monkey Bay. I believe monkey. It was monkey. Something was the resort we stayed at. I think it still exists. Okay. So we were talking about the Hollywood Brown Derby. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. I love this place. They can't enforce that you wear clothes, but I think they can enforce that you wear clothes. It's not the type that you wear. Right. You can't walk in there 
Buck naked. <laughs> no, you can't walk anywhere. Anyways. Is it buck or butt? Oh, dear God. What is wrong with you today? I don't know. I grew up saying butt naked. Okay. But and Tim Allen in the Santa Claus says buck naked. Okay. So where does that come from? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe bucks don't wear clothes. M- men named buck or like the deer? The deer. They obviously don't wear clothes. And why would you pick that as your animal? I don't know. Why wouldn't you pick any other animal? It's be- I'm bare naked. No, that is a thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is true. So you do. No, but that's B-A-R-E. That's not B-E-A-R like a bear. You're bare naked because your body is bare. There's nothing to it. And that's a different spelling than the animal. How do you know it wasn't? Or the spe- ladies. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's the bare naked ladies who are all men. Oh, God. They are? Yeah. The bare uh, naked ladies are men. I didn't know that. Anyways, yeah. they cannot enforce you wear the clothes no. that we wore on the Hollywood. Jollywood nights. Jollywood yeah. nights. And being in there did make it feel more glitz and glamour so because cool. I think it is like that. I don't want to say speakeasy or anything, but really it is. It's really cool and really like I felt I felt I felt the atmosphere was better with the way I was dressed. Yeah. And, you know, I would do that. And we've talked about that before. Like, obviously, you can go into Topolino's California Grill in your park gear. It's not recommended. Right. They do say you're not supposed to, but they're not going to stop you. They get it. And if you're certainly if you're in Hollywood Studios all day and you're going to do dinner there that night, nobody expects expects you to dress to a certain dress code. But let's just say you're you're just going to you know, you said, oh, man, we heard Ron and Jeremy said the Hollywood Brown Derby was great. Let's book dinner there one night. We're spending the day in Epcot. We're staying at Caribbean Beach. Let's stop back at our room. Before we skyline over to Hollywood. And you know what? Maybe let's just get a little dressed up. Yeah. Let's maybe do khakis and a polo or, yeah. you know, you put on a dress or whatever. I mean, when, it's fun. For my like birthday. It is. It's nice. It is. For my birthday when we were there, yeah. I do remember being like, I feel underdressed because it's July. It yeah. literally, I have a tank and shorts on and my hair is probably up in some sort of way. And yeah, I did feel like, okay, this is weird. I will say going in when we were at Jollywood nights, I felt right at home. Yeah. It was awesome. That was super fun. It was. I'm excited for Jollywood nights next year, assuming Mm -hmm. they bring it back because I think they got it right. I think they will. Um, I'll be excited to go again. Mm -hmm. That was, that was so, so fun. Uh, Well, thank you all so much for listening to whatever this was today. We got through the restaurants though. Uh Little side, little side pieces oh, there. Lord. Little, um, yeah. Um, home House of Mouse Expo is Woo! coming this weekend now, March second and third. Osceola, Osceola Heritage Park. Uh, we will be there. We have a booth. There's going to be incredible celebrity guests. There's going to be '90s after hour party Saturday night. Weekend tickets, no day tickets are still available. After hour uh, tickets are still available. VIP is done with, so you missed out. But come out, see us, see these incredible celebrity guests. Support small businesses. All these vendors, Scott and Michelle with the Main Street Mouse, uh, are just two incredible human beings that are putting this on every year. Come out and support them. Support everybody that's there. Make sure you come see us say hello and you can buy a be nice to cast member shirt with a little main street magic logo Yay. on the back special limited edition for house of mouse expo only uh you can go ahead and hit that subscribe button you get these brand new episodes every tuesday and friday and of course Rhonda and myself would be super thankful if you could please leave us a rating and review because it helps our show grow that's all we've got
We'll see you real soon. Jeremy and Rhonda are more than a little fond of Disney World. So they made this podcast to share it all with you. Reports and resorts, top ten lists of all sorts. Main Street Magic's bringing it home for you.